0: Hey everybody, welcome to AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we're talking Prison Break, the season finale, possibly the series finale. And tonight, in studio, we have the very talented, amazing, influential actor Robert Nepper who plays T-Bag, Theodore Bagwell on the show. Stick around, we're going to talk to him. You're tuning into The Destination for TV Superfan Discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, yeah.
1: This song picked out by the Robert Nepper.
2: The Robert Nepper.
1: Keeper Sutherland and Lou Diamond Phillips took me to the Amnesty International concert in Toronto when I was shooting Renegades with them. Yeah. And I'm also embarrassed to say it was the first major rock concert I've ever been to. Yeah. I was almost 30 years old.
2: Wow.
1: It was Bruce, it was Sting, it was Peter Gabriel. Especially to watch The Boss and what they say about him in concert is so. I mean, the guy just never, ever gave up. He was just on and on and on and on.
0: Well, speaking of The Boss, we got The Boss live in studio tonight, <laughs> Mr. Robert <laughs> wow. Nepper. From Prison Break, everybody, welcome to the show. Thank you yes. so much for joining us today. Yes. Super excited Robert has been gracious enough to bring us some type of alcoholic beverage. Robert, tell us all yeah, about this. You know, this is,
1: I, I just figured <laughs> this is probably the last interview I'm going to do about teabag, talking about teabag. Thank you so much for making that with us. I just celebrate with a little champagne. Oh, yeah. uh, champagne. Let's hope it doesn't go everywhere. I hope
0: it does a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Bring
1: them over here, fellas, Ladies. Thank you so much, man. Eins. Oop. Zwei.
0: So I gotta say, Robert, Ah. you know, your character has changed so much over these past five seasons now. Yes. And somehow you got us embracing him. You got us rooting for a a stone-cold killer. Even in that final scene where you're taking out Jacob, uh, I was like, yeah, go teabag. (laughs) What is it about your character? Why do we love you so
1: much? Why well, does Candy love you so much? Listen,
2: I have been the biggest <laughs> fan on this after-show of Theodore Bagwell.
1: <laughs> I saw your since. show with Vaughn. I, I, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know Did she talk about him a little Listen, too much? Uh, no, no, no. no. I, I love it. I, I have listened Cheers, when everybody. nobody
2: stood by you. I stood by you the most, and I've boom, been boom, there since boom, boom, boom. day one.
1: I remember uh, a guy coming up to me at Chicago Airport, like after the sixth season. Excuse me, after the sixth episode. The six season. Oh, go- There's a six <laughs> season, Rob, Robert. <laughs> what? We Get want to know. Wait a minute, we haven't even had any yet. <laughs> Sixth episode, he's going like this. Usually, it went people like, "Hey, you know, you look a lot like," to, "Oh my God, you're Robert Nepper." To this guy, just going.
0: Can <laughs> no we word. swear on
1: this show? Sure, uh, sure, yeah, yeah. It's not a bad swear. Okay. So, <laughs> so I'm I'm at the counter, ready to do my ticket thing, and I said, "Come on over." He comes over. This was in the days when I welcomed people to come over. Now I am like, oh, okay, I'm done Now there's so many. Yeah. <laughs> he says, I'm watching the episode last night with my family, with my teenage son. And it's a scene where I'm, a teabag is licking the license, driver's license of the guard that he's got, yeah. you know, tied up to the bunk bed right before they, they know that they're going to escape through the toilet yeah. in the cell. And he says, I'm watching the scene last night where you, you're talking about the the girl's prom dress. Like, she didn't come home last night, did she? <laughs> And I bet something happened to this prom dress. Anyway, I'm licking the driver's license, and he starts screaming at the television. He says, I hate that son of a bitch. I hate that. (laughs) I want to kill that son of a bitch. I'm going to kill him. Kill him. Kill him. And he said, my son said, Dad, Dad, chill out. It's just a television show. (laughs) It's just a character. He says, I know, but I still want to kill him. So it went, you're right, it went from that to, I don't want him dead. I still hate him. To, but I'm very curious about this train wreck that we're about to watch.
0: Right, and, and after you licked that license, didn't you throw that guard off the? Yeah, I think it threw off the over rail. Railing. Yeah, <laughs> you did. You did. So there you go.
2: You're so watchable, and I think that's what people love about you the mo- most. You have so much depth. You're so watchable, and they're like, like literally, there can't be a season six without you. Like seriously, right? Well,
1: first of all, is there a season six? I don't know. I mean, to, right. uh, Vaughn was saying it the other day. I mean, it's it's just really hard to get. Get all these people Everyone. together, and I'm I'm torn about it because I I'm thinking, you know I love acting and I I'm a chameleon actor and I've like I was saying I have played like nine different roles since we shot that thing last year, um, Twin Peaks. You know you you can see me on now, starting that happening, and I don't I don't want to always be known as Teabag for the rest well, of my of life. Of course, I, yeah. don't wanna, I used yeah. to I used to joke saying I don't want to do the county fair circuit, and sing Teabag's favorite hits. <laughs> uh, around the, the country but at the same time you know it made us it made all of us mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and uh, to, I think Stacy Keach was the only actor that was really well known on it otherwise we had a myriad of different jobs that they brought together and said oh no 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 now you're known as Wentworth Miller Michael Schofield and Robert Teabag, and Sarah and you know all these different people so I can't I can't poo poo what it's done for us it's it's amazing
0: yeah. When did you know Prison Break was going to be the hit it was? I mean, after you read the first script? Was it a little later now, on?
1: Now, remember, T-Bag came along in what we call the first episode, not the pilot. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, there was that usual Tuesday morning thing of sitting on my steps of my trailer,
0: mm-hmm.
1: getting the numbers mm-hmm. and hearing about that. And I literally would weep. I'm going to tell stories that I've probably told before, and I'm going to hopefully tell some new stories. But th- this fine. is kind of, like I said, the wrap-up for me yeah. Yeah. of this show. So I've been thinking about it on the way, driving over here, like things that started from the get-go uh, for this character. And sitting on those steps, and literally, this I, I think I was uh, 20 years in the business before this happened, this huge break. Mm-hmm. And it's every actor's dream, usually, to say, I want a breakout. I want a, I want a, a role that's going to be amazing for me. And this was it for me. And I'd get those numbers, I'd hear those numbers on Tuesday morning of gazillions of people watching. That was just domestically. And I literally, the tears would come down my face. I've been grateful from day one for For this notoriety. And I'll never, ever forget it. And I, and I know every actor on the show feels the same way about it. You Go on, Kim.
2: I was going to say, yeah, and, and the fact that you said domestically, because internationally the show is huge, too. I mean, even just today, we had so many international tweets. You know, so excited that you were going to be on our show. You know, is the show, like, is the after show going to be uh, in Spanish? Is it going to be in another language? <laughs> like, no, seriously. Simultaneously
1: so, translated. Exactly. <laughs> like,
2: you know, are they going to have some captions? You know, so it was, it was just really, really cool to see all of that. So I guess my question for you, and the one thing that. That I've always wanted to know was, you know, when, when they gave you the script for the character, you know, how did you bring Theodore Bagwell to life? And, and they know I only call you Theodore Bagwell. I do not call you t right, Bag, yes, I call you right, Theodore you Bagwell. That. So, how did you create this character? <laughs> like, like, what did you put into bringing this character to life? Okay,
1: this is gonna sound really acty schmackty to you. <laughs> uh, we I wanna hear s- it. I had some great teachers. I, I went to Northwestern, I learned a lot there. I learned from Bill Esper, who taught me the Meisner technique in New York. And then I studied with this crazy, wonderful woman named Sandra Seacat out here in L.A. And we did a lot of weird stuff like dream work. Mm -hmm. And and I still do it. You write yourself a letter and you ask your dreams. You ask your subconscious, what would you like me to know about specifically in this case? What would you like me to know about my audition tomorrow? And yeah, I read for it. Uh, What would you like me to know from my audition for Teabag, Theodore, Mm -hmm. in Prison Break? So you, you address it by saying, dear inner self. So that I may be closer to you, meaning inner self. And the word that popped out for me when I woke up the next morning, and you can't, when you wake up in the morning, you're not supposed to go, literally, I'm writing a sentence. You just go, blah, 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 just whatever you're feeling and remember f- from the dreams. You write. And I wrote down the word charming. That's all I went on. And I said, be charming. Play, and it basically it meant play the opposite. Don't go in there like playing this wow. terrible guy. Mm-hmm. Charm. Charm. charm the pants off people. Yes. Literally charm the pants off people. That's why we like you so yeah, much. No. Uh, and I just remembered that's, that's a very Southern thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you can talk like this, and you can yes. charm people, and man, you can just say the most horrible things to people. I had a teacher in Northwestern who would say, I want you to get off the stage and never darken it with your appearance again. I'm sorry, am I being a bitch? <laughs>
3: right.
1: And you just go, whoa! How did she just do that? Right. Last thing about Teabag is he has these great one-liners.
0: Yes. Oh yeah. Do you do you have any favorites that you could actually do as Teabag for us? Because we everyone would love that. No,
1: I can't. And I'll tell you why. I All couldn't. Right. I couldn't do it justice because when I'm playing the part, I can really do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, handicapable is the only one I can remember, but that's short. And that's <laughs> 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 I ain't handicapped. My Um And I see people like that. Now, a lot right. in my life that are yeah. missing a limb or yeah. missing a hand. I go, oh, look, they're handy capable. Well, because let me ask those people are really, they don't think of themselves as handicapped.
0: Well, let me ask you that then. Th- was this the first character with a disability that you've ever played before? And how did that change your character? Because in the-, in the first season, you didn't, you had both your hands. And I'm happy to, I'm happy to see you have your hand then... here tonight. <laughs> and then Abruzzi took care of that. But yes. yeah. how was it changing? How much did you have to change with the character? I mean, you had to change everything you did with your hands, right? Paul, I mean, Paul, that's-
1: Paul Shearing called me up and said at the end of the first season, he said, we're thinking about. About cutting off your hand? How do you feel about? That? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. What did you say to that? Yeah, my first thought was, has it been done before? Has anyone ever done that? That's a great because point. I I watch television, but I'm not a TV a like okay. a lot of people, yeah. and yeah. I, I don't have any time. I don't know anybody has enough time. You guys are sitting out there watching that episode, going. That's our exact face. You just got it. That's the sound that came out of your mouth. Writing
2: all the.
1: But I I I just I. Again, from this dream work stuff, I like to think that our our choices are very deep from within. Mm-hmm. They're from the subconscious. So you know, the hand thing, I was like, has it been done? He said, I don't think it has. And I said, <gasps> okay. And then he, he asked me, do you care which hand we cut off?
0: Wow, that, I, that's wow. awesome. And so I said,
1: right. well... I'm so right-handed, concerned. so, 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 so maybe were, we should keep the right-handed.
0: Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> I might have to do something was with so it. That Right, right. right. And, but the funny thing is, when I, when I read for this, I hadn't seen the pilot yet. I didn't know the whole premise of Michael's tattoos all over his torso being part of the storytelling. Mm-hmm. And, I th- and I don't have any tattoos in my body, so I thought, I'm not going to get this part because I don't have any tattoos, meaning I'm not going to look like I'm in prison. Wow. So the night before, I literally Juicy took a exam. pen. No! And on my middle finger, just to toughen I me up in it. my a little own head. I, I love it. I wrote, and if you look back at the first season, it's barely, barely there. But in tiny little letters, I wrote XOXOXOXO. Oh, right around like a ring, all around. And I went, "Love and kisses, love and kisses, love and kisses." On your middle
0: finger, yeah. Oh,
3: and they just can't be a foot. And
1: the funny thing about it, sorry, the funny thing about it is that, and Brute C, they throw us down on the hood of the car you know, Michael and me. Brucie comes up with the axe and cuts off my hand, yeah. Teabag's hand. And at that moment, I realized, no, that's the hand that I had the tattoo on. <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> they're going
1: to cut off the hand with the, the thing that made me a man. <laughs> right. Made and, me a man. And, and then I had to wear the the glove. The, uh, and who knew it was going to last four seasons? So. Wow. Right. Yeah. But by that point, I figured I didn't need the tattoo, so uh, I was okay. Yeah.
2: And And, you know, to talk about the season finale, because everybody, our audience is going to go crazy if we don't. Right. Oh my gosh. The whole entire time today, I just, I I was just in awe of everything. And Marina actually told us that we were going to go crazy. You know, everybody uh, from Marina to to Vaughn, to every single guest that we've had in studio. So, for (laughs) you, what was your reaction after filming the season finale?
1: Oh, man. It's, I I, I have a feeling I'm not alone in this. It was, uh, it was a a numb kind of feeling mm-hmm. of going, Wow, I think that's that's it. Yeah. And what I I always feel like I've done a good job on parts when I walk away and I I did the same thing on this one. I walked away and went, you know what? I've done everything that I think I could do. I've tried every different I tried some one of you mentioned or Vaughn mentioned in the, the interview with he said Nepper kinda of does everything a little bit different in every mm-hmm. take. And I did that in spades on, on this show. I mean I, I, I tried everything. I went for the jokes, I tried to be funny, I went for the serious, I went for the screaming, I did I did everything and I walked away feeling like I there's nothing left that I haven't tried. Yeah. And that's a that, for an actor that's a really, really great feeling.
2: So, so how did you feel when they told you that you were going to be redeemed in this season rather than this, you know, person that you were before and you were going to come back and you were going to be this completely different person?
1: Well, I'm sure Paul Shearing had this in mind anyway. But when he, obviously he had talked to the boys, uh, the boys, uh, <laughs> Dom and yeah. went, uh, you know, mm-hmm. get the whole thing started. I think that might have been their idea. And then he called me and he said, you got to be on this thing. You got to be a part of it, and you know, at that time there were a lot of uh, there were a lot of reboots gearing up. Some yeah. had already been on, and some hadn't done so well. Mm-hmm. And I and I, I didn't like the word reboot. I just think it's kind of a it's a recipe for disaster to call something a reboot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started calling this a rebirth because uh, I said, look, mm, I this character has been through so much. I met John Walsh once, the guy who did uh, the show on Fox, you know, about mm-hmm. trying to get the bad guy, and I met him at. Uh, Upfronts in New York, uh, the second season. He he came up. He said, "I love Teabag. I love Prison Break." And I, I hope you tell the writers that uh, no matter what he says, no matter what he does, Teddy is and always will be a predator, and there's nothing he can do to change that. Uh, and I said, "I don't think you have to worry. I think the, <laughs> I think the writers <laughs> totally get that." But what I was what I was hoping Paul and and Vaughn and Michael would write is uh, that. The possibility that Teddy has spent six what is it six, seven years in prison mm-hmm. and is you know his clock is ticking i don 't mean to have a baby I mean that he's he 's his years on this yeah, planet, our and maybe perhaps something happened to him in prison where he had an epiphany or a cathartic feeling about I, I wish that I could change, I wish something in my life could change that I could. I wish, dear God, that I could get out of here. I wish that I could go on with my life. Like, you know, In the fourth season, he tried to reinvent himself mm-hmm. and right. pretend like this stuff he was never happened. He
0: was a big boss man in an <laughs> office. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like it never happened, you know? And the fact <laughs> is, it did happen. Right. He, he yeah, killed right. a lot of people. Jeez. And he hurt a lot of people. And, and Paul, we had a great discussion about it. And he's, he listened and he went, no, I'm not going to make him the same old Teddy. And it's funny because tonight's episode, the final episode, mm-hmm. We were talking about earlier really proved like no he he is and he always will be that guy no matter how much he wants to change but along the way he is and there were so many lines that I I do remember like I'm walking toward the light I'm walking toward the light and those kind of people are not necessarily walking in the light but they want to be
2: mm-hmm. so so he's trying basically trying to convince himself do you think that's I think why so, he's saying it so but I much? think
1: he I think he also was living he was walking the walk and doing the talk. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and that I think that that showed, and especially with the whole thing of discovering the hand of the prodigy and the prodigy yes. being my God, it's the prodigy, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. with Whip. Yeah. So uh, that and that scene, by the way, is I think one of my my favorite scenes. Wow, that was last episode. He gave you family, yeah, you know, like and then that was a he really took big... family
0: right away from you. Yeah.
1: Away. Let's get into you and your son, Whip. Yeah. Did, was it ever mentioned? I'm the only one drinking this, by the way. I had one no, sip. Well, if you're all on the beverage program, I forgive me, I just brought that on already. Listen. <laughs>
2: no, no, no.
1: I, I'm not even I'm worried just, about it.
2: Right now, I'm just in such awe that I'm sitting we we next are. to. Uh, uh,
1: we are. So, we have, so many, so, we have so, so many questions
2: in so little time. So many questions.
0: The whole sun thing. We got to talk <laughs> about my black eye, too. And we'll talk about your black eye. The whole sun thing, though, it's. was it ever mentioned in any of the first four seasons that you had a son or was that something that was just brought in now? No, never. No. Never Never. once. I didn't think so. This
1: was one of the few secrets that we were able to keep. Okay. uh, uh, went and Dom didn't talk about it. Fox didn't talk about it. The stuff that I read on social media was like, what
0: the? Yeah, no, right. none of us had a clue. I had no idea we made that. a lot of predictions throughout this season, but yeah. not one of us thought yeah. that Whip was your my kid. My own yeah. son
1: said, ah, now it makes sense. When I look back at the episodes and go, why, did, why was Whip acting this certain way? <laughs> and oh, and okay. then you realized, oh my God, they sort of, I didn't even realize this. They so, we realize sort of that. had these mannerisms that were similar or the way we thought or talked. I, I was really hoping that Whip was not going to
0: die. I, yeah, I really I wanted you guys. Like you guys barely got any time together. And I feel like the writers wanted that almost. Like they wanted you to not get well, that one the thing. Same, well,
1: the same thing happened when, in the, I remember the second season, I called up Matt Olmsted, who had written the script, and, and T-Bag had just called the cops, told them where Mrs. Hollander was mm-hmm. with the kids. Kids, yeah. And he's crying, he's outside the car, and he's he's not going to kill them. The very next episode, I killed a psychiatrist. Oh yeah. And I said, "Why are you doing that? I just, I just earned their trust. We, we got him going." And he said, "That's exactly what I want to do." Exactly. And that you I, I did that keep for pulling, five seasons, pulling yeah. out the rug. And that you know you can talk about what my work on this, but I, I come from the theater, and the number one person or people we thank when we start in, the, in theater are the writers. And none of this is possible without. These amazing writers: writers. Right. Paul Shearing, Vaughn, Michael, Matt Olmsted I mean, I, I, I wrote some of them down because I, I'm so I'm so thankful. Over, I'm talking about the four years, and I'm talking about this time. Karen Usher, the sweetest woman, the trashiest mouth, the most guttural <laughs> stuff you could imagine for teabag came out of her writing. Wow! Um, <laughs> it, 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 it it's just it, Zach Estrin. Nick Santora who also then called me up and said, "Hey, I want to bring Teddy over to Breakout Kings. Mm-hmm. I want you to do an episode of right. that." He so said you, you got you to do this. This is the mo- these are the most amazing lines ever written for T-Bag. I mean, they they are the reason why this show was what it is and why it resonates for people around the world. Right. Right. Yeah. Hands down.
0: Right. I, I mean, I do think you, as an actor, had something to do with that, though. The way right. you brought that well, character to it life. It is our job. That's right. our
1: job to interpret it. And you it's, did your and, job and well. And every time I read that script for the first time, I was like the audience going,
0: Wow, how right. am I
1: going to do this? <laughs> 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 how am I going to? And then you just you have to give yourself over to it. And you don't judge. Mm-hmm. And you just say, Okay, that's what this guy does. And do it.
0: Yeah.
2: Were you, uh, go on, Kenny. Sorry. Listen, um, I think for me, my favorite part of today's finale
0: <laughs>
2: was when your foot was hanging from the top of that bed. But <laughs> we didn't know it was your foot. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> that was such a hell of a way to end the season. Oh, my. How much fun yeah. was it for you in doing today's season finale?
1: Uh, well, it's crazy because you know it's not, it's not only the end of the episode, but it's most probably the end of the of a, a, an incredible experience which changed my mm-hmm. life, which mm-hmm. changed all of our lives. Um, but in the moment, you're just thinking, okay, this guy's going to have it coming to him, and you don't know it's me. You don't. And I, didn't, I haven't seen it yet, so all I remember is a feet come over, and the next thing you know, I'm down on the ground, he's like, hey, whoa, and then it's, in yeah, his face. You're yeah. beating the living hell out of him. Yeah. And that was fun, because... <laughs> uh, Glad to know you enjoyed it. I actually... I'm going to get in trouble for this, but I heard this great joke years ago where a guy is in prison, and uh, the other gentleman in the prison is like three times the size, and he says, do you want to play mommy or daddy? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy says, look, I don't want any trouble here. Uh, and the guy says, you want to play mommy or daddy? And the guy says, look, please. And then finally he says, okay, I'm going to, I'll play, uh, I'll play daddy. Okay. So the guy says, well, why don't you get over here? <laughs> uh, so I, I actually threw that in when we shot that uh, to Mark, saying, hey, guys, let me have one more take. And ah, oh, they didn't use it, though. We, we didn't use it, but it was I good love it, though. That's they, great. great I, I improvise sometimes on the, on the show, which I had now, after all these years, I had a little confidence to do it. But when we were doing ADR for it, we were going back in and you know, putting a little sound in it. Uh, the guy said to me, look, the greatest thing about editing the show for us is, is your little improvs, your little funny, <laughs> like the, the thing on the internet when the girl comes up and I go, ai, 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 ai. and uh, they said, that, that's like our favorite, we want that as a ringtone, like, ai. Um, to, how about if you improvise there something kind of funny when you go after him, right. and I thought about it, I realized that I had done something funny, mm-hmm. and they didn't use it, and I thought, you know, this moment is not funny. This moment is truly right. okay. a Silence of the Lambs kind of. Mm-hmm. And I want to, I want, I'd love that the audience, I, I had no idea it would resonate and take, take the show out as far as the. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want it. to be like a rabid dog. I want to bring that imagery back, all the way back home to how I started, which was this kind of, <sighs> you yeah. know, snarling right. reptilian canine kind of creature. Yeah. And uh, I said, I don't think it should be funny. And I think I'd literally probably maul him to death with my. <laughs> Right, and that,
0: and that's the thing, too. It's like we're rooting for you in that last scene, so it's almost is a redemption or rebirth for yeah. you in this. We're not rooting for Jacob, not obviously. No one no. is. And I mean, that's how that's how it ends, is we're rooting for exactly Theodore Bagwell. Like, and not
2: to mention, he took your only son. Right. It, how can we not he, be rooting he for is you? He's responsible <laughs> for taking your only son, and we grew to love Whip's character. So it was just like, wow, you know what? Kick his ass, <laughs> you know, and kill him.
1: <laughs> well, it also, to me, brought home, you know, Everyone, the scene when I popped out and saw you guys—you know, Michael and and uh, and uh, Lincoln—are there. You know, everything's gonna be fine now. He's free. Mm-hmm. And the last scene was, you know what? We're never totally free. We're just—we're no. always gonna be in some kind of prison of our own making. So I, I love the the metaphor continuing there. Oh my god! See,
3: and I didn't even expect. I thought they were still gonna let you be the good person and not go to jail. Like somehow you, we could blame this other. Killing on something yeah. else, on Jacob or something. I
1: think Michael knew. See, he knew by getting me involved. First of all, that Teddy would be the only one that could carry this out. Who else would kill, right? Or yeah. take it so easily. But he, what he didn't know is what Teddy had gone through in prison and sworn off killing. Sworn mm-hmm. off being bad. And yet the only way he's going to be able to see his son again, to be with his son, is to, is to, to kill is again. Is the trade-off. And I remember when I, I was doing press, I think it was at TCA, is it Pasadena last year and I had a a, a lot of my Japanese friends over there a lot of the reporters mm-hmm. and the one lady said but but we don't want Teddy to be all good we don't we don't want I said don't don't worry <laughs> <Don't> wow <worry. laughs> well, well, that's interesting so they were they don't were upset worry. that he was going to the good side too yeah, much yeah too much yeah, yeah. and Is you're it, like just, oh, no we'll just, bring it back we'll
0: just bring hang it back. on there's got to be some great moments from the five seasons. Do You have like a, f- a couple favorites. That you could, I know the audience will want you to share like your favorite moments, like maybe a couple of them. I know. I pretty much. I want to hear them. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I hear your favorite moments right. as a fan. Uh,
1: I God, I, I could write a book someday about them. Um, I want to have another big hit like Prison Break and another role where people not forget Teabag, but go, oh, oh, he is that actor. Good. He, he right. can keep yeah. creating. Um, I, I really, it's like raising my son. I, I don't it's, it's hard live to in the past. I live yeah. so much in the present. My, some of my favorite moments were from that first season okay. where all of us as an ensemble were so close with each other. I'm, the night we all decided to go out and celebrate the fact that the show had been nominated for a Golden Globe mm-hmm. uh, for Best New Drama and Wentworth had been nominated for Best Actor and that, that was an amazing bonding feeling. Um, I used to smoke cigarettes and uh, everybody did on the show and luckily I think all of us have moved on (laughs) from that (laughs) horrible piano off our back Um, but I remember the heat of the night one night, Friday night shooting like at 3 in the morning it was finally cool and we were in the prison and Wentworth and I were lighting up and we were dead tired and just the wall wasn't like this the wall was like this for some reason it was like built like a Like a castle. Mm -hmm. And leaning back, I remember looking over at him, and he's looking at me, and I said, this is good, isn't it? This is really good. Man. (laughs) And he went, yeah. Just that simple little connection to know... Uh, you know, it's really hard being an actor. <laughs> it's really hard. <laughs> no kidding. The right, right. first I mean, film I ever worked on was with Jack Lemmon years ago in 1985. And he, the last thing he said to me was, kid, it never gets any easier. And he's so right because the other lesson we all learned is that just because you have a prison break doesn't mean you're always going to have a prison break. Right. Yeah. It, 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 you're up at the next level. And it's, uh, it separates the, the men from the boys because you just go, wow, I'm in this for all the right reasons because... I didn't just do this to be famous. I did it so I could do great work. Yeah. Create great characters.
2: Now, I have to ask you, uh, when they came and they approached you to do this season after seven years, uh, what was your initial reaction? After, you know, they said, hey, we're going to bring this season back. What did you say? Uh,
1: Here we go again. Really? Do I really want to do this? Right. I thought it was subsiding, you know, a bit. But then I thought about it. I went, it's not subsided. Thank you, Netflix. Um, (laughs) God bless you, Netflix, because... Uh, literally a, anywhere in in the world that mm-hmm. I, I and my wife go it it's it 's like it's uh it 's still on the air yeah and it 's such a beloved character that mm-hmm. I mean she sent me a picture of on the side of a bus in kenya Uh tea bag tea bag all over the side of the bus <laughs> and uh you know i, I can 't tell you there 's not one place they that left. i I thought maybe when i shot uh shot hitman in uh Bulgaria on the third hiatus. Mm-hmm. Second hiatus. And my, my publicist at the time said I called her up and I said, Hey, uh it's I'm going to Bulgaria. Has prison break been on yet in Bulgaria? And she said, No, you don't have to worry. No one's gonna bug you. It's gonna be totally fine. Get to passport control and they're like, T-Bag, welcome to <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> No, it's the internet, you know, it's you know, nothing's a secret anymore.
0: They couldn't have made this season without teabag. Your characters just, it's just wow. too big. Ba- I just Thank can't you. imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we love Dom and Lincoln and those guys, but I don't. I don't think you so can. Different. You
1: can't. I don't think you can make. It, it's it's just writing one hundred and one. You can't write something without a lot of conflict in it, and you can't Absolutely. write it without a lot of speed. This last episode, particularly, I think, was reminiscent of that first season, mm-hmm. of you know hair turns so and everything so fast. You've got to have good, and you have got to have dark. Otherwise, you don't have a show. Mm.
3: And that you mentioned Netflix. That's how I got on Prison Break. I like literally binge watched this last summer and after I watched all of it I told my friend, I was like, no girl, it's gonna be another season (laughs) and she was like, no, Michael died I was like, nah, it's nobody and I literally googled Prison Break and that's when I saw it was coming back and I was like I'm going to be watching Tuned In for this. Right,
2: and and there's so many twists and turns, you know, like, so many twists and turns. It literally was a game. Um, so many times, you know, Michael's character, we, we almost thought that he was going to die, and, you know, so many things going on. Um, yeah. What was probably uh, one of your favorite uh, twists and turns of the season?
1: This season? Mm-hmm. Yes. This last season? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think that the obvious, like, discovering that, your son. I had this son. Yeah. yeah. And that was one of those, you know, <laughs> drunken evenings in a little honky tonk <laughs> bar. I Have no idea who that <laughs> who <laughs> that partner is anymore. Just know that now I realize that I've have I got song. this wow. boy.
3: Wow. But you can always see in all the seasons that Teabag. He was fighting to be a good person. Every yeah. time you, he'd try to be good. <laughs> yeah, he was, he yeah, was trying. trying so hard, especially when he had this whole job. He was so upset when it got taken away, so upset. And I liked that they kept like he was playing on the fence, like I wanted to be. C o l a
1: p f e i f f e i c o l a. I remember doing that backstep thing, Cole Pfeiffer, just going, "Yeah, it kind of works." C o l e p f e i f f e i p. Anyway.
2: Yeah. Cause, Thanks for the, the- memories. <laughs> every time, because uh, our audience, they absolutely love this show, every time that I would root for you, they would be like, Candy, why? He's a, he's a murderer. He's a child molester. How could you mm. love this character? Like, how? But it's just because you have so much depth and so many layers to yourself.
1: Right. I, you know, all of us grow up with, hopefully, parents that love us mm-hmm. and parents that teach us right from wrong. And I, was, I grew up a, a good boy. I, I, if you talk back t- to my parents, you got spanked. We were lucky. Um, at the same time, we and we hear about people that have been abused as children, and we think, God, how could people treat their children like this, mm-hmm. uh, verbally abusing them or spanking them or doing worse? There is a there is a part of me that always wonders, like what would it be like to be a dog? What would it be like to be an animal that just said, you know what, Mm. F you, I'm gonna do whatever I want. (laughs) There's no safety valve, there's no filter. I'm just gonna say whatever I wanna do Mm -hmm. and I'm just gonna do whatever I wanna do. And what I found in playing this part is a lot of people responded going, the subtext was, I wish I could, I don't really wanna be that guy. I certainly wouldn't wanna meet him. But I'm fascinated by people that actually can get away with that kind of That's behavior. So yeah. It's a vicarious thrill, even if they're killers, to go, wow. And women especially. Mm-hmm. I'd be amazed. Like, I think he's very sexy. And I'm like, really? You think this guy is sexy? Because women...
2: Because you're bad Women love the bad
0: guy. And also, hopefully, they're distinguishing that this is a TV show and they're appreciating you maybe for your work that you can go, that you can turn yourself into this evil character, yeah. you know, as well. Nice. So. But
1: why, why is it in history and film that a lot of... Look at Robert Mitchum, the bad guys he played. People are like, he is so sexy. Yeah, there's a confidence. confidence Well, you know, girls like the bad boy. Am I right? Right. I mean, that's why I don't get girls. I'm so nice. You (laughs) got it. I'll give you a few lessons. Thank you. We're going to (laughs) talk after the show, Robert.
3: Talk to him, please. We got to talk about this Shiner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: I'm going to give you a little quiz. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you the choices of how it happened. Right. Okay. them down. Okay. One, the obvious bar fight. Bar fight. Two, my wife let me have it. Three. I walked into a board while putting up shelves. Four, (laughs) during a fight scene with Robert Patrick in this film called Bleed that we just shot in uh, wrapped in Atlanta, directed by Bobby Roth, who I told you was one of my favorites on Prison Break. Uh, uh, Fight scene. Uh, Or uh, the last one, I didn't get off all my eye makeup after an audition I just had for (laughs) Hedwig and the Angry Inch, part two. Jeez. So, bar fight, wife let me have it. Walked into a board while putting up shelves. <laughs> fight scene with Robert Patrick, or I just came from an audition uh, as a drag queen.
2: Well, I'm not, you you because be I'm sitting next you to you, and I, I feel like there's see, it's kind of it swollen just a little yeah, bit. It's yeah, really swollen. it's definitely it's real. Only, it's <laughs> only uh, two days old. <laughs> okay, well, it's it's definitely real. I think that you walked into a board that while you were putting so up shelves. <laughs> I say D.
0: You say D. The, you get the, D was the, the angry fighting. Hedgewig?
2: in Atlanta. No, yeah, no, fighting are, in
0: Atlanta on right? your set. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, what I mean, you, I want it to be the board just because I, I like clumsiness. I'm very right. clumsy myself. With
3: D, you fight like a real but fight or was it actors? You were just oh, shooting something. okay, I'll say D. Yeah. I'm
0: going to say the shelves, though, for fun. Because I think it's more <laughs> fun. What
1: you happens? are so right.
0: <laughs> the shelves? <laughs> well, what, uh, <laughs> the big,
1: badass teabag was putting up a shelf and the board went, <laughs> and it's amazing what kind of damage you can do. So, right, right. Um, yeah, you got it.
0: Where'd you buy the, the shelving
1: material? Home Depot. Home Depot. Depot.
0: <laughs> is that their new slogan?
1: No, No. You it's mean, hey, the they're, Simpsons. Come they're going to use it now. Yeah, no, I, I this is, the, and, and then I, you know, I just came, and I, if you were going to say uh, Hedwig, I'm going to say, no, 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 I just came from my son's uh, hockey yes, tryouts. That's why I have the, the hockey, the good luck hockey jacket on. Um, just to show you that, you know, I'm a dad.
2: Yes. You and, are a dad. And, and, who and, and, happens
1: to play <laughs> <a> crazy ass characters <laughs> And sometime. how do you
2: do, by the way? How does your son do? How's he doing how do do in the hockey trial?
1: Uh, he's great, and he's, he's a great hockey player. Mm-hmm. Amazing hockey player. Uh, he has his uh, choice this weekend to try to figure out which, which team he wants to play Is for. Is he forward, defense,
0: it. goalie? What's he's he a play? forward. Forward, nice. Okay. Uh,
1: he's been captain of his team the last couple of years. Oh, wow, uh, nice. He's, a, he's an incredible A student. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he does it. I have huge respect for him. Thank God he doesn't want to be an actor. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're good in that department, but yeah. Does yeah. he get a lot of hat tricks when he plays? I don't know if he's ever gotten a hat trick. I know yeah. he's gotten two goals, but yeah. no, I'll get that third trick. one. Yeah, no, I just all this to say that I, you know, I I was taught use your imagination when you're acting. You don't have to really be a killer or a rapist, <laughs> to, uh, God. or a pedophile no, to play yeah. these characters. So, um, no, I probably wear this jacket, and I I probably say that I'm uh, b- before we end. I gotta, I just gotta yeah. thank so many people. Yes, please, um, for please. this because uh, this, like I said. Actors, we try to live in the moment, mm-hmm. and our best work is always ahead of us. Um, but because it's possibly the last time I'll talk about it, there are, there, not only the actors that were back together on this incarnation, but you know people that weren't back. Peter Stromer, who played Ambrutzi. I, yeah. I, I wanted to get a bottle of Prosecco tonight, but <laughs> the cheap liquor store that I stopped at on the way only had champagne. Yeah. Tomorrow I've got a, a meeting for his uh, new series called Swedish Dick's. <laughs> it's about a bunch of <laughs> amateur detectives in yeah. Los Angeles. And I have a line about Prosecco. Anyway, Peter, I hope I get the part. Um, Wade Williams, I would love to see. Wade have seen Williams. Again. I, I loved, loved his Wade character. Fickner. Uh, I just did this movie with Jody Lynn O'Keefe, Rockman Dunbar, and Amari Nolasco. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, Sarah and Wentworth and Dom. We were all back together. And you could really tell time has changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the connections I had with each of those three that I I sort of had before but they also think they put me over there like oh he's he's teddy he's Teabag, he's that <clears throat> pedophile he's that bad guy and this time was really about look we all know where we've come from mm-hmm. we all know what we've done um the the incredible staff of writers i mentioned you know a few of them and the directors and nelson mccormick running this incarnation and um uh you know the, the most important thing is the fact that this show, for you guys and for the rest of the world, still resonates for people, for fans who I hope never stop loving the show, even if we don't go ever go to another chapter, uh, they they are what keep actors alive, and we are. I am so thankful for the world for loving the show, and. And rooting these characters on, hating these characters, wanting to kill them, at the same time wanting to keep them going and cheering them on, and, and we'd be nothing without our fan base. And we are forever grateful, and we will never, ever forget this experience.
2: Thank you, and thank you for keeping us on the edge of our seats. And speaking, mm-hmm. of, speaking of keeping us on the edge of our seats, we d- typically do this thing called predictions at the very, very end of our show. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Dan... Yeah, when what's up? To some predictions? Well, There's really no predictions. Well, in
0: theory, there could balance. be. So in theory, in theory. So I would obviously love for a season six, mm-hmm. but like you said, I, I do feel like you said that you you've really pushed your character in all these different directions. You're obviously shooting a ton of other stuff. It's going to be hard to get everyone together. Is my point because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you can't do it without you. You can't do it without Wentworth, and everyone's got to be on the same page. Not doing and not filming it. You're filming a ton of other stuff. Yeah. So my prediction is, I think this is going to be it. And I, really, I would love another season. I'd love to come back and talk with you. And obviously have Robert back on the show. I know, but I, I'm going to say this. That just because I don't think you... I think there's another story to tell. Right. I, I literally... If we just go back to uh, Fox River and just do the whole teabag show. Just do him right there in jail. <laughs> I would watch every episode. <laughs> that's, just full, hey, that's it. Wow. Just well, him. Just you, teabag. You, listen, I would do it. I would watch
1: just it. Just do like fans do. Right. Social media. We know. We have a president right now who uses it to a T. Use it. And let people know. Let Fox know. know how you feel, and and they uh, will. Everyone will, and so will I. Uh, whether <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's just a, you know. A, a Michael Lincoln show or it's a it's an ensemble show or right. it's a teabag show mm-hmm. let them know because that's how things get done
0: wouldn't that done. be I you had your own show it's just, you're just you teabag I just, just so wild. Robert Nepper. in still,
3: would you still be willing because I know you said this uh, might be the last season last interview talking about teabag uh, so if they had well, we're, we're trying like to sell it actually, to him right
1: now It's it says Robert Nipper starring again? in you're making me turn red <laughs> or maybe it's the champagne I don't know <laughs> no nah, I don't know I, I, I you know they have to
3: take for you to play too bag. Say they did have. <laughs> Leave show. alone. Leave alone, MJ. I
1: can't. I I don't know. It, it right, takes a right. story. First of all, it takes a village. Mm-hmm. It takes a story, uh, and somebody's got to write it. So I think Paul Sherry has already said. I'm, d- uh, <laughs> I'm see? done with and this. And there it right, is. Right. Candy. Done. What's your prediction?
2: Well, my prediction is that, uh, and, and you know, as much as I love your character on Prison Break, I think that. Um, if they were to bring back another season, I think that it would be more so focused on Lincoln and Michael. Absolutely. Um, and I don't necessarily know if there is a need for T-Bag's character consistently in the show, so maybe if they were to have him come back in a way, it would probably be maybe a cameo or something. Wait short. a minute. I liked
1: you until you started talking yeah. this way. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> wait a minute. But I he love, you. He I just love you. I love you. you. Just I love you. Or, or
2: <laughs> they will have a show that's focused directly on Theodore Bagwell. <laughs>
0: Robert, I'm trying to get you another job here, not man. Not she's all. she's not. Uh, thanks a lot. <laughs> it's a prediction. It's a prediction. I like
2: the way it
3: ended. It didn't really have a cliffhanger versus the last season right. when I just knew Michael was not dead. Like, I just right. knew oh. it was coming right. back. Come on, MJ. Way, they closed. didn't know they were going to
0: do this new season. Well, I felt He, he was, dead. Felt he was dead. He was dead. He was dead. He wasn't dead in my eyes
3: until I saw a body. <laughs> so he wasn't dead. I knew he was not dead. I just knew Oh, uh, well. And there I was right. Uh,
2: uh, <laughs> yeah. And we we just have to say to our audience, thank you guys so much for supporting us this whole entire season and being uh prison break junkies yes, because thank of you you. Amazing. you have made the show what it is and and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. It was an uh, honor
1: and really great to be able to unload some stuff that I haven't been able to talk about in a long time. So yeah. it was like a nice farewell to the Yeah, so so should
2: we drink? Should we have yes. a farewell
1: we should Cheers to the final episode of Season five of eyes, Prison eyes, Break. Eyes. You gotta do oh, the eyes. Oh. Bad sex for seven years if you don't. Oh, do. I say that what? every time I go on eyes. a date. I say it to my date, Roberts. There you go. There you go. Exactly. Gotta have the good sex. Date. There you go. Hey, Dean.
0: Well, thank you all for joining us uh, here at the Prison Break After Show. My name is Daniel Lindgren.
3: And I'm MJ. You can oh. follow me on Instagram at MJ, that media girl,
0: girl, what are you? And you can follow me at Lingren. You know what, guys? They are
2: just that excited.
0: <laughs>
1: yes, gotta, I'm so excited to I can here. Yeah, do I'm
0: Miss
2: <laughs> Candy Marie, and this is so hard right now. Take a now. picture.
1: Take a picture. You and can I'm, find me. And I'm Robert Nepper. In case you hadn't heard yet, <laughs> yes. And you can Robert find underscore Nepper and Robert Nepper official. Right? Yes. Yes, Tweet that's him. true. Many Follow more, him. Many more roles <laughs> to come.
2: Many, many, more many more to shows come. for you guys to uh, yes to do this. So thank you so much. The for for actor he's
1: never going to work again. You guys, uh, yeah. I
2: would never say that to my theater bag. Well, never. <laughs>
1: all right, Prison Breakout, guys. Thank
0: you so much. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, everyone, for watching.
2: Bye, guys.
0: You ain't a beauty, but hey, you're all right.
1: <laughs> oh, <it's> all right <laughs> by me.
0: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV.
1: I had a. There's an actor last year that. The views expressed herein are those
0: of the hosts only. And do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.